0: time you read about it in the Wall Street Journal, it's already too late. Nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, down, sideways. The only problem you're going to have is that you didn't buy more. Let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you with my secretary with an exact confirmation. Buy or sell time.
1: And I want to go off of the mellow stuff. I've changed it a little bit. Now, I just interviewed Chris Dempsey. Love catching up with him. We used to do it on a regular basis. He... Has a lot going on. He does the radio thing now, too, on top of the TV thing. He's, hes I mean, rarely you see the crossover there. And he is one of those very unique hybrids. So I i went off on a tangent. And I said, hey, when Melo talked about the 15, saying it was uh, they went to Joker to get back at Carmelo Anthony, he's like, actually, let me pump the brakes there. He might not have been entirely off base. From what Dempsey learned was that maybe the Nuggets were very willing to, let's throw 15 out there, and if it sticks, awesome. Are you buying or selling Carmelo's conspiracy that giving Nikola Jokic number 15 was a way for them to get back at Carmelo Anthony?
0: No, I don't know. To get back at him, as Dempsey kind of said, it's like your Valentine that you... You were going to have dinner with, and up yeah. you up or something. It's like, all right, well, I still had a nice steak dinner by myself, so you know, we still got players out of it. We got draft picks from it. Um, we none of us knew what Nikola Jokic was going to think.
1: I think Malone said it best. I think uh, Tim Conley said it. We didn't. We we obviously thought he would be good. We wouldn't have drafted him if we didn't think so. But you can't predict he'd be what he'd be Larry Bird he'd be Michael Jordan he'd be he'd be in
0: those he'd be already into those categories. I mean I remember watching him in his early years and it was like yeah this dude can you know he's pass he's a little unorthodox but he's, he's kind of just a bench guy and then he obviously elevated that and he's adapted his game since then. Anyway.
1: He, yeah Joker was a really good player in Serbia but their plan was Yusuf Nurkic so Angel I am I'm absolutely selling that. No doubt about it. I'm selling that. I want you to get out there and sell, sell, sell. And, and a texter brings the good point up on that. Joker was number 15. Who was 15 before Nikola Jokic?
0: Anthony Randall.
1: There's no way they gave that dude that jersey and said, this will show him. This will show mellow. We'll re- I don't know about that one. I mean, I'm not saying Dempsey's wrong because he's probably right in the sense that they're not going to retire the number. They're just going to keep throwing it out there. But I don't think that was a way to get back at him. They just don't deem Carmelo Anthony good enough
0: to retire his jersey. Well, and so Melo wore it from 2004 to 2011, and it was Randolph from 13 to 14, and then Jokic in 2016 to present. Right. So There's like a two-year gap in between those three. Players. Yeah. Yes, I'm not buying it, man.
1: Um, Mountain West. Do we get five in? Are we getting? Or is the Mountain West conference getting five in? Are we buying or selling that? I'm
0: selling it. I think five is very. That's a lot. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people are calling the Mountain West the best conference. Five's still a lot for that conference. It is. Um, I say it's probably probably top three competitive conferences in terms of this year behind the Big Twelve and the SEC. Um, I'm still sticking around three or four.
1: I'm 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 now in the three or four camp. They're going to eat each other up. That's that's what's happening. We're seeing it right now. And you can't take everybody. You can't take multiple teams that don't have 20 plus wins. You can't do it, Angel. Buy or sell. That Carmelo Anthony never wanted out of, never wanted to go to New York. You don't know the history of that as much probably, but I know he his wife wanted to be around there. He had a shoe coming out that was promo, uh, premiering there uh, right around that time. I'm not, I don't like to call people out and just flat out say you're lying, but every report indicated that he wanted to go to New York, so I, I'm selling it. What, what are you doing?
0: Uh, I could maybe buy it a little bit, given that the report I read from SI was that he gave the Cronkies a list of teams he wanted to go to, and that report didn't indicate the Knicks, it was the Nets, the Clippers, uh, the Bobcats, and uh, one other team there. So maybe I think New York just kind of fit when I think back to that time of 2010s NBA. Um, Plus, you know, he's going to go to Cleveland, right? From there, you know, and you had to go compete against, you know, the the Celtics at that time, the the rising Cavs with LeBron. Um, obviously, Kobe was still winning championships around that point. The Spurs were still good, so. I'll probably sell
1: it. No, I'm selling it. I yeah, I'm not in on it. I'm selling it. I want you to get out there and sell, sell, sell. There we go. Um Flying Dutchman texting in. Carmelo's number was never going to be retired because he made it clear he did not want to be a nugget. I mean, yeah, once he once you want to trade out and you're not like an older player that's like, hey, you know, you've only got like a year left and we're probably not doing anything. We're gonna trade you. It's not like a Bruce Brown. You know, you move on from Bruce Brown, Angel. Is anybody mad at him? Nobody's mad at Bruce Brown. Why aren't they mad at Bruce, Bruce Brown, but they're mad at Mello?
0: Bruce won a ring?
1: Oh, and he's getting paid. Yeah. I mean, you go from a... And he didn't leave in a... It's like the way he it didn't want out. He didn't want to leave. Awkward. He, he just... You couldn't afford him. So it didn't work. And, and most Nuggets fans are like, hey, dude, you're going from what? Six, Six, seven million? a year to 20 22 go go flap flap your wings little birdie good luck man Just
0: come on back when
1: get yeah, come ready. on back later but so nobody's mad at that no mello didn't leave because of money he left because he didn't think the nuggets were, it was he didn't really want to be here i don't think he liked it he's from new york his 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 uh flying says his wife is a star from new york city um yeah i mean those no, those that's what he, we all heard he fit
0: in new york Right. Melo with the Knicks and was Syracuse and all that It's a big deal thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a big deal. Uh da, 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 let's read some more. Let's read some more. Carmelo Anthony did not want to be in Denver because of the demographics. He wanted to be on the East Coast closer to home in a city with demographics he felt more comfortable with. I don't know exactly about that side of it. I he was home in New York though. Like he wanted to be there. That's that's what I had always heard. Every report that I was heavy on back in those days. I think he's the most overrated basketball player of all time. They only had one season where they won a playoff series. Yeah, well, they clearly pinned that on George Carl, though. Say what you will, but they did. They fired him because of that. Yeah, I can kind of agree
0: with the overrated stuff. He he could that, be overrated. It's like, oh, Melo's going to go off this year, and then he never really He did. was like a... I mean, Melo, okay, let's just
1: compare to many your current Nuggets. He would be the second player, best player on the team. He yeah, wouldn't he gel was, with the Joker, but he would be like
0: He was a consistent top 15 player right. when he was in New Was York. he a
1: superstar? Should he be mentioned in the in the guy, in the names with the names like LeBron James and Kobe Bryant and those guys that Dwayne Wade even? No. No. He's a tier below them. And I agree on that
0: because he never he never really elevated after that.
1: No, he was a scorer. A damn good scorer, but that was it. Not a good passer. Kind of would rebound sometimes, but he wasn't known for that. Um, defense was, yeah. Yeah. so I mean, it, he didn't have a lot of those things. So he was a he was a very good scorer. Was he a an elite scorer, like one of the best? Some will tell you yes. I mean, I can see where you could say he's a little overrated. I'm not overrating him. I, I don't think he's overrated in terms of his Nuggets legacy. Like when I say Angel. And again, just looking at the history, you can look at stats until you're blue in the face, but Mello's numbers were better, like a lot of his scoring stuff was better than Alex English, and they did go to a Western Conference Finals with Mello from nothing. They went from nothing to ultimately rising up and getting into Western Conference Finals. Alex English joined the Nuggets, and they were kind of decent. It's not like he saved them from the the burning house. He didn't do that. But he was extremely important. I I, I tend to go Joker, English, Mellow, But honestly, depending on the mood I'm in, I could switch English and Mellow up pretty quickly. But those are my three for the Nuggets. Uh, Flying Dutchman says, Carmelo is like Damian Lillard. See, and I think Damian Lillard is... He is... Like, Damian Lillard is a damn good player. He's a really good player. He was just on a... Not on a terrible organization, but just an organization that could not seem to build around him. I don't know. But is Dame on the same planet as Mello? That's We're getting some interesting ones here.
0: Did you see George Carl's tweet about this?
1: Yes, that's what got me on this last night.
0: Yes, we tweeted this yesterday. I came back from cancer treatment. Mello demanded a trade. It sucked. The truth matters. But it was a long time ago. It's not news. Let's move forward.
1: Well, Mello. George Carl had a very tough time, obviously, the cancer stuff. And then, as as Dempsey just told us, the the roster was running all over the assistant coaches. And so it was just getting to the point where, man, this thing's out of control right now. We may have to move some of these guys. We're not in a rebuild, but we have to move some of these guys. Well, County Swami says, can we retire the phrase that he used every time he got a rebound? What was the phrase he used every time he got a rebound? I I don't I I don't know about that. So it's probably going to be something obvious. Um George Carl has never hesitated to express his opinion. I wonder what his thoughts are on these latest revelations for Ellen. never mind. Angel just told me. Yeah, he didn't really give his did he? he didn't really give his thoughts on the on the podcast. He just said that he demanded a trade shortly after I uh, got back from reco- recovering from cancer.
0: Oh, so Melo would say, um, "Oh, is it bad?" Foh, out of here. Ah, uh, yeah. And he would say that when he would get rebounds.
1: Yeah, we could retire that. I don't, I, why do I not remember that? Did I watch these games on mute?
0: <laughs> Did you not get a lot of rebounds with the Nuggets? I mean, he was okay. <laughs> What were what was his, what was his average rebounds? I'm going to take a stab at it.
1: Five point five per game.
0: Uh, six point three. Oh, uh, was close. In 100 in 564 but, games with the Nuggets, 24.8 points per game, three point one assists. Like those are good numbers. They're not. I mean, not elite. Those are kind of compared to today's scores, right? Twenty-four points a game is like
1: Jamal that's Murray. That's like your minimum. That's yeah. guys that don't make the All-Star game. Yeah. So you're 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 not wrong to say he's overrated. He's a little overrated. If he would have been a great defensive player with those numbers, then you you, you skew it a little bit. Aaron says, um, I think Carmelo Anthony found out they retired Ray Bork number seventy-seven. For eighteen months of service, yeah, they did retire the Abs did retire his number after a short stint because he won a cup with him. But he was and he was just so special. It'd be like Jason. It'd be like Jason Kelsey coming over to the to the Broncos or the Chiefs or something. Lord, let's just say the Chiefs and they won a Super Bowl with him. I I could almost see the Chiefs saying like, "We're going to retire the Kelsey numbers together." Yeah. Yeah, it could. You could. Uh, had Nikola Jokic worn the number while playing in Serbia? Had he had he had, had Nikola Jokic worn another number while playing in Serbia? There we go, sounded out. I'd buy it, but since you were 15 in Serbia, I'm selling it. Yeah, thank you, Aaron. Yes, very good text. I'm not buying it because Angel. Okay, could the Nuggets deep down have said, "We're not retiring 15"? Sure, that's probably what they said. We're not retiring it because he he wanted out of here and it ended poorly. So we're no hell. No, we're not retiring it. Um Which means we're going to give it out every time someone, every time a fifteen moves on from our team, we're going to give it back out. Does that mean that they were doing that act to get back at Melo, or is it just we're not retiring your number, bro? No. By the time Jokic came around, I don't think they were even thinking about Carmelo. Should they have retired? Okay, so they 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 retired number two for Alex English. They retired number six for Bill Russell, as every team has done. Is number six. They retired number twelve for Fat Lever. They retired number 33 for David Thompson. They retired 40 for Byron Beck. They retired 44 for Dan Issel. They retired 55 for Matumbo, and I can make an argument that 15 should have been retired over 55, and I know that's going to make people mad. And then they retired, because coaches don't wear jersey numbers, they just retired a basically a banner number. They put it up there, 432, the amount of wins that Doug Moe has. But Malone will be passing that very soon. So do you take that banner down? I, I don't want you to.
0: I think you put another one up.
1: Right, there. but that's our that this goes this goes back to our pro our thought process on don't retire you don't have to retire the number just hang the number like you did the number of wins for Doug Moe. You're not retiring the number
0: 432. Not that anybody's going to wear that. You're just honoring him with a banner. Yeah, just put the number, put a baby blue 15 jersey up in the rafters with Anthony on the back, and that's it. But
1: now I'm kind of starting to
0: I don't know. If it happens, it happens.
1: I don't think it will. It probably won't. At this point, first advantage text line 888
0: 530 0043. What do you got? Uh, just saw this. The uh, 49ers have fired their defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes. Hmm.
1: hmm. That's the scapegoat they're going with, huh?
0: I guess. No, you couldn't stop him from scoring. So you we could couldn't get the third stop position.
1: the best quarter. <laughs> My plan would have worked perfectly, but you couldn't stop the freaking. The, what is his name, Patrick McCombs? Patrick McAuto. You couldn't stop that guy? You're fired. That's, well, let's look into that. That's interesting. 21 after the hour, Wyoming, Utah State. A chance to prove they belong. Can the Cowboys do the unthinkable tonight at home? And hopefully, for Linder's sake, it's a freaking sellout over there. But we're going to talk to Cody Tucker, 7220sports.com. Coming up next. Stay up
2: to speed with the Rams with the Isaiah Stevens Show on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. This is
1: Jeff Linder, head men's basketball coach of the University of Wyoming Cowboys. And you're listening to the whole show on 1310 KFKA. Kind of reminds me of, like, another WWE entrance right here. Like, last night was really rough for the Colorado State Rams. They, uh, terrible second half. They go down. And the entire area, at least my coverage area, is, like, really sad. And then out of nowhere. It's like, wait a second. Tonight, there is a team up north that has a lot to prove and a lot at stake. And then hit that music and then in walks Jeff Linder. Jeff Linder to a packed arena, or maybe, you know, maybe not so packed. Cody Tucker, 7220sports.com. I couldn't help myself. Cody, it is a huge test tonight, and this is a huge opportunity for the Cowboys to prove that they belong right up there at the top of the Mountain West.
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, it's hard to believe, Brady, that, you know, if they win tonight, they're a game out of first place. That's how jumbled up this conference is, and they obviously have a wind in hand over Nevada and Colorado State. However, they still haven't made the trip to Reno or Far Collins yet. And uh, Boise State comes to Laramie next week. It's just, I know we say it all the time, but it's just, it's brutal. And, you know, they play at San Jose State on Saturday, and I have no problem saying it. It's, that's an absolute must win. You just, you have to win the winnable games, and there's not many.
1: Yeah, and, and it, it, there's no question, Cody, it's going to have to be kind of a, I don't I don't know if we, we quite want to say a historic run, but sure feels like it if the Cowboys would want to really move up there, maybe even claim the regular season championship. But the fact is, it is in front of them. They're not out of this thing yet. And again, it's like I started the, the season with you. Uh, by February 14th, I wouldn't have said that, hey, Wyoming's 12 and 11, 5 and 5, you know two and a half games out of the top of a very ridiculously good conference. So again, I think you're, you feel like, hey, so far this has actually been a somewhat of a positive season
2: yeah well, and I think that's where you know the big talk, obviously, and we've talked about it up here is the attendance stuff. It's you know on its face, they're you know a game over five hundred and they're five hundred in Mountain West play. But when you're five hundred and mountain West play this year, um pretty good uh you look at you know the bottom of the conference there with Fresno State and Air Force and San Jose State. I mean these are one and two win teams <laughs> so to be five and five right now with a win in hand over Nevada and Colorado State. It's it's huge and a road win at Air Force. I mean, road wins are so tough to come by too in this league, no matter where it's at. So, um, yeah, it's you know, I, I wrote about it right when the season started. Brady just cause some freaking chaos and be uh, be competitive, man. Just don't 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 suffer these double digit blowouts like they've done the last two outings. Just Go in there and create chaos and play your tail off and the people will come.
1: Yeah, last time out for Wyoming, it was just that. It was a double digit loss. They lost eighty three to fifty nine, their place. Uh, but Utah State's the class of the of the conference. I mean, I I mean barely. They're they're the leaders yeah. right now. We'll see. But I don't know. Why why does my brain think something weird's gonna happen tonight, man? <laughs> I'm kind
2: of feeling it too, which is crazy, but you know that first game in the spectrum for the Cowboys. I believe it was a two-point deficit at the half. They played really well, but uh, I think they gave up a 14-0 run right out of the right out of half, and it just steamrolled from there. Utah State's really, really good, and you know there's been a, a huge issue these last two weeks. You know, or these last two games losses to UNLV in New Mexico. Uh, you know, the Cowboys are 10 of 51 from deep, and really that's their game. I, I asked Jeff Linder this week. Would you like to start seeing Sam Griffin, a quail start driving the lane a little bit? And, you know, there's there's been these massive scoring droughts during these games as well. And he just says, you know, that it's not their game. That's not not what they do. And it's kind of shocking to hear that, I, I must admit. But these looks, despite going 10 of 51, the looks have been there. They're just not dropping. So they better hope that changes tonight, as well as uh, Mason Walters, who's in a little bit of a slump there. Uh, he He gets compared to Hunter Maldonado all the time. He needs to be that guy and facilitate a little bit. And, uh, boy, if he can hit a three, which I believe he hit 140 of them during his four-year career at the University of Jamestown – if he can start hitting those, man, and you're bringing the big guy on the outside to defend the arc, you're going to open up all kinds of stuff.
1: So. I mean, C- Cody, it's not just that you're on you know, with me right now, but and I, I, I root for the Cowboys, but I am rooting for a Cowboys win beyond measure right now for, for a couple of reasons. I'm, I'm rooting for, for, for Linder's crew. I'm rooting for the Cowboys, but I want this conference to be flipped upside down, so I hope Walters just comes out and has one of those monster <laughs> games tonight.
2: I do too, and isn't it funny? I don't know if you've seen this, Brady, but on social, man, some of these Mountain West fans flip out when Wyoming has an upset over CSU or Nevada, and they're like, they're terrible for the conference. There's, You're not going to get four to six teams in the NCAA tournament. What, What is Wyoming supposed to do, lay down and
1: take a beating? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, it's such a bizarre conference that that is just another part of this legend that is the Mountain West Conference that, hey, Wyoming's bad for the conference because they upset some of our great teams. Like, wait a second. I thought that's what we wanted in sports, but maybe not.
2: Well, I don't know how you feel about it, man. But growing up in this area, I, I'm i not a conference fan. You know, back in the day, if BYU playing in a bowl game, I'm not pulling for – there's no way in hell I'm pulling for BYU or Utah or CSU or Air Force. Any of them. And so I've never been a conference fan. And now you get yelled at when you're not a conference fan. It's just, it's bizarre. And it's also, you know, these teams could be gone tomorrow. They get one phone call. They're going to jump ship in a heartbeat. I know it brings money and recognition and all that crap, but. You know, I guess growing up here, you want Wyoming to carry that banner, and if they don't, you don't care.
1: Well, Cody, this is going to disappoint you. I'm actually the extreme opposite of you. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily love conferences, but I, I have always said this, and Rams fans hate me for it. I got roasted alive for it. Uh, I, I went on and said, hey. You should be rooting for CU to win when you're not playing them. You should be rooting for Wyoming to win when you're not playing them because uh, when you beat them, it's better. And uh, so I'm kind of the complete opposite of you. And don't don't you wouldn't be the the first person to hate me for that take for that for that firm belief that I have.
2: Well, over an ice cold course, one of these days I'll have to tell you <laughs> off the air. Uh, people love to ask me, "Who do you go for when BYU and Colorado State play?" And I, it is so. Not politically correct. I could never <laughs> ever
1: say that on the air. Oh, I absolutely love. It. Well, I I thought it was funny last night. Our guy we have a we have a weather guy here that does a lot of interesting things, um, and he's pretty he's pretty damn good. His name's Cody, and it's called Denver Front Range and Weather. I don't know if you've heard of this dude. He's a Boise State guy. He's from there. Gross. He came. That's he came to UNC, and after that, he became this amazing local weather guy. That everybody everybody seems to like. Well. I I did a post last night and said, hey, how we doing, Rams fans? That was a rough loss. And Cody put like a laughing face on it. And Rams fans went after him. They're like, you know who your market is, bro. This is an awful look. And I'm like, okay, weather has now crossed over into the Mountain West. That's how this is going to go this year.
2: I love that part though man I, I love when the hatred
1: is flowing oh, there's so much of it right now Yeah, yes. you know
2: you know And something else I was thinking yesterday Brady with the, you know obviously the attendance thing has been so big here the last few days but another big reason in my opinion is you know back in the day you know 10 fifteen years ago you had weekends with the travel partners where you had Utah Thursday night BYU Saturday and those are two traditional rivals where the house was packed the hatred was flowing. It was all good, and now you try and replace that with a, uh, I I think I'm safe saying it, a fake manufactured rivalry like Utah State. Yes, Wyoming people genuinely pretty much hate everything about the state of Utah, but Utah State is like third on the pecking order of teams you hate from that state. So it's manufactured. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Boise State's done a damn fine job of sliding in for BYU. It's (laughs) like they're their horrible cousin. But... It's
1: not the same. I I do. I love it. You know, and I'm one of these rare guys. It's funny, Cody, because I shared out our podcast from yesterday. And, and, you know, it was cool. I got a, you know, probably one of your guys was like, hey, it's nice to have this show in Colorado kind of have a Wyoming voice. And I'm like, oh, the Rams fans are going to see that and really (laughs) be upset. But I'm one of these rare guys that. I I want sports from your neck of the woods down to Denver to be so freaking good. We're on the yeah. map. We're getting all of us are getting talked about. We have unique topics. We're getting the best players. We're getting the best coaches. That makes my job easier. And so I'm always rooting for just success overall. So I people don't really like me for that because I I'm nobody's best friend.
2: Well, and if you think about it, and maybe I'm an outlier here, but I like watching stuff that pisses me off for yes, some reason. Yes, that's true.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: so I'll, I'll, like, watch BYU TV for, like, 10 minutes, and I'll just be so enraged, and then I think to myself, um, I hope I'm not giving them a virtual click here by even <laughs> watching their channel.
1: That's how I was with the Taylor Swift stuff leading up to the Super Bowl, man. I'm like, okay, I got to know what, oh, no, I just gave him a click. Now, this is why the NFL is doing this Swift thing.
2: Oh, I'll, I'll do some hate viewing and uh, go to, his, yeah, I won't name him because he doesn't deserve it. But I would go to a fellow journalist's uh, Twitter page just to scroll on that. Next thing you know, an hour goes by and I'm completely <laughs> enraged. And I'm like, man, am I the only
1: idiot who does no, that? No, you're not. I, and I think a lot of people like to listen to shows or watch shows or whatever of things they disagree with just because they want to get that blood pumping. And it's, you know, I always say, it's as long as it's sports hate, you know, it's not really hate, it's sports. Hey, it's all fun, man. We gotta hate each other the right way. No doubt, love <laughs> it. Love it. All right, Cody. So, what are the chances this Cowboys team can pull off the upset? Because I, I, I would just absolutely love it, man. It would flip this thing upside down.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be, it would be cool. It's monumental, though. I mean, Utah State is really damn good. That gran is a bird. Oh Gee, my gosh, he's special. Uh, so, I mean, and what a story, too, for Sprinkle and what he's done. And Logan, man, that's 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 incredible. And for Wyoming fans, I wrote about it last time they played the Aggies, you know. You can only hope this happens where you can turn around an entire roster and uh, have this kind of success. So I think Mason Walters is key, and, man, they got to hit 13 threes tonight. If they can do that, they can find a way. Then you're talking a game at San Jose in front of absolutely no one on Saturday night. And uh, next thing you know, you could be looking at a two-game winning streak and one game back in the lost column.
1: So hammer that over tonight, maybe, with all these threes pouring in. Yeah?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: well, the looks have been there, man. They're just – they are not
2: dropping. And The Cowboys are coming off a 10-day a 10, day, a ten day break, so I think they really needed that too.
1: How do you think uh, the crowd support's going to be tonight? I know it's Valentine's Day, but, you know, this is, yeah. this is a pretty,
0: pretty significant
1: game, man. If you can't get people out – Rocking on this one. Yeah. You, you can see why Jeff Linder would be frustrated.
2: Yeah. I I'm not I'm not extremely hopeful. Um, but it would be cool to see. Um I, I don't know, I think the eight o'clock start hurts more than anything. That's true. Uh, it, it's a late game. It's just it's tough, man, but Hopefully the students, uh, hopefully some of them read this, and uh, I know they're on social media, so hopefully some of them read it and take it as a challenge.
1: Yeah, Uh, hopefully so. Cody, I'm sure you're going to have pregame stuff and all that for us at 7220sports.com.
2: Absolutely. Looking forward to driving over to Laramie here in a little bit, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right, my man. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, Brady. Appreciate you.
1: Cody Tucker, 7220sports.com. See, I, I truly am. In this middle ground, in this oh, this world that I've created in my own brain, Angel. And I like that. It's safe in there. I, I'm comfortable there. Rams fans hate that I'm rooting for Wyoming tonight. Wyoming fans hate that I'm tweeting all about CSU and how bummed I am that they lost last night. And And, and Buffs fans just probably hate me in general. But I root for them. I do. I love the state of Colorado. And I've grown to be like, hey, up in Wyoming... That's good for us too. And we have listeners up there. So I I, I try to follow a lot. I, I, I I'm a fan of sports. I have one team that they that I tend to nerd out on a little bit, and that's probably the Nuggets. I'm a fan of the Broncos, the Rockies, the Avalanche, the Rams, and all these teams, the Bears, but I'm not really I'm more of the media side on all of it than I am a fan. That went away. That took over years ago. So I got to the point where I'm like, do I want to be entertained? Do I want Wyoming and CSU to mean something when they play each other? Yes. Do I want CSU to go against Wyoming? Angel, I went to that Wyoming game, CSU, Wyoming, and Moby, two years ago. David Roddy, Graham E.K., Hunter Maldonado, Isaiah Stevens, Nico Medved, Jeff Linder. The environment was freaking Awesome. How do you not root for that? You don't get that if Wyoming's just a pushover sucky team. So years ago, I decided, I want freaking magic when I go to games. I want to go see, or, or when I'm watching on TV, I want to see CU, CSU, like I saw that football game last year. Not as nasty with some of the BS that took took uh, par- took place after the fact, but I want to see that. I want to see the coaches Go up, not really shake hands, and kind of talk a little. I want to see that. It's good. We didn't have it. Nobody gave a crap about the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Nobody gave a crap about CSU or Wyoming. Wyoming gets a guy good enough to go to Gonzaga. UNC gets a guy good enough to go to Dalton Connect. I want UNC and CSU to hate each other. I want them all to have this rivalry where they're building to beat each other, and in that process, they're they're getting better and better and better. They play each other. They go to overtime. They duke it out. They part ways. The, both those teams go on to thrive the rest of the way. How can you not want that? And I know you come from a different world, too, because you're like Alabama-Auburn. There's no way in hell. But you've seen so much success. I, I'm not—I don't witness— I don't I haven't witnessed that kind of success outside of consistent success, outside of the Broncos and of course the Avs. but it's different. It's different. I haven't witnessed a lot of consistent college success. I was four when the Buffs shared their national championship with Georgia Tech. I was in junior high, I think, during a lot of the Sonny Lubick days in high school. When, when UNC was winning championships, I was like, what's a UNC? i didn't i would never been to Greeley before, Eastern Colorado we'd go to Denver, we'd go to Colorado Springs, so when I came up here, I'm like, I want this to pop, man. you got a Division one school over there. you got a Division one school south of us, you got a Division one school north of us. you got another division one further north of us. let's get after it, and I'm not saying you need to put your your Wyoming or or brown and yellow on tonight, but if you're a Rams fan. You absolutely need chaos in this conference. You need Utah State to lose. But you probably won't. You probably won't. In Deep inside your head, you won't root for Wyoming because you hate them so much. And I like that. Don't get me wrong. I like that. But what needs to happen is Wyoming needs to beat Utah State tonight. That flips this thing upside down, and suddenly it's it's as if you didn't lose to San Diego State. It, it Kind of. I, I tweeted this out on Super Sunday, Angel. My last take on this. I tweeted this out on Super Sunday. I'm picking the Chiefs to win. I get it. We're supposed to hate them. They're the worst thing ever. And I do. I do have sports hate for the Chiefs. I do have sports hate for Travis Kelsey, even though I'm defending him on the, the love tap. But I got into this sports show to be a logical fan, not a fan. And I said it, I tweeted it, I said, I'm probably the most logical sports fan slash host you're ever going to listen to, and I stand by that. I'm not going to do the Homer, Homer thing. I'm not doing it. When there's cause for concern, I'm going to be concerned. When it's time to celebrate, and if if, if, I'm, if I happen to be on hand at a game and they win a championship and they bring me back into a room and I get a touch a trophy, I'm going to touch a trophy. I'm going to kiss a trophy. People don't like that either. I'm having fun with this thing. Flying Dutchman says, Yes, I totally agree with Brady. We should all be supporting all of the Colorado teams. What about Wyoming? Yeah, yeah, that's the kicker. That's the kicker. 43 minutes after the hour, let's jump out and get the latest on the local sports slash. This is Jeff Linder, head men's basketball coach of the University of Wyoming Cowboys, and you're listening to the whole show on 1310 KFKA. All right, welcome back into the whole show. Powered by Chevron. Um, according to ABC News, we're getting this report. The Chiefs are, of course, doing their Super Bowl parade today. Several people were shot in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I, I'm getting trying to get more information on this. The shooting took place west of Union Station near the garage as Chiefs fans were leaving, officials said two armed people have been detained according to Kansas City police about there was about 1 million parade goers and 600 law enforcement officials were expected at Wednesday's celebration they're working to release everyone from inside Union Station at this point my goodness that is um that just sucks that just sucks you can't you can't get together and do these kind of things and without having some kind of fear that somebody's going to do something absolutely horrific and stupid and terrifying. 48 minutes after the hour. What did we learn? Coming up next, it's the whole show powered by Chevron.
2: Football season is over. It's over. But college basketball is heating up. Here are UNC Bears Hoops and Westwood One's coverage of college basketball and Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Hi, this is Jesse Kurtz, executive producer and lead anchor of the Mountain West Network, and you're listening to the whole show on 1310 KFKA. <laughs> The next time you get angry over a bad play, remember you need teamwork to win, not arguments. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Hey, hey, what do you
1: say? We all had a special day. Now turn to a friend and say what you learned today. Welcome back to the show. What do we learn on this 14th day of February? I learned that well, I learned a couple of things. I learned that the you know, Melo coming out basically saying, Hey, I never I never really wanted to go to New York. That was never where I wanted to go. Yeah, it's kind of kind of phony baloney, man. I'm not really buying that. I also learned that maybe, you know, Dempsey at least tells us that maybe he's kinda right because they didn't retire number 15, so you're basically going to keep giving it out and in hopes that your number 15 is going to be a good player. I guess. I mean, yeah, every number they give out, they hope that that person is a good player. But I think that's that's a weird an interesting way of looking at it because they didn't retire the number. You can you can have that argument. Maybe they should have at year several years ago. But they didn't and they that means they're going to keep giving it out. So, yeah, it's kind of Kind of what I learned is that Carmelo Anthony, in a, in a way, is tarnishing his legacy as a as a Dem, as an all time great Denver Nugget, and that's unfortunate because no matter what he does, that's not it's not going to erase the stats and the wins and the going to the playoffs and the in the, one of their four trips to the Western Conference Finals. It's not going to erase it, but it <laughs> you keep doing it. People are going to quickly forget. Angel, what you learn today?
0: Yeah, a lot of those similar points on Carmelo. Um... Don't let it overshadow the greatness that we do get to witness right now and the actual guy wearing 15 at the moment, Nicole Jokic. Um, got good stuff. We'll see if the, they can bounce back tonight against the Kings, try to have yeah. some positivity going into the break a little bit. Uh, Mountain West basketball is all over the place. Oh, are you rooting for Wyoming to win tonight? Am I going to get enemies if I say yes?
1: It doesn't matter. I'm rooting for Wyoming. <laughs> I, got you I, hope
0: for, I hope both teams have fun. Kind of have Wyoming. <laughs> and that whoever scores the most points wins the game.
1: You kind of have a, some Wyoming colors going on. so
0: I'm going to stop wearing this shirt. <laughs> Every time I wear this, comment on the team, that, oh, your, Steelers, shirt. shirt's on no, it, it your like Steelers shirt's on. No, it does look like Steelers. Well, there's yellow in it. Oh, am I a Boston Bruins fan now? Yeah, kind of. Pittsburgh Pirates Yes,
1: absolutely. All those. Iowa
0: Hawkeyes, maybe? Oh,
1: man, I was going to say that. Like, go Hawkeyes. Uh I'm rooting for Wyoming tonight for two reasons. I kind of don't mind rooting for Wyoming, and, you know, I want the Mountain West. I want chaos now. CSU scored 11 points in the second half. I want blood and I want chaos. That's what I want from this game tonight. I want it to create havoc in the Mountain West Conference like we've never seen before. I'm at the point now where I don't care about front runners, I don't care about elite teams. I just want it to just go absolutely freaking nuts. And then whatever's left at the end, those are the teams that get in. And, and hopefully it's teams I care about, teams that are entertaining. Hopefully it's CSU. All right, that's going to do it for us. We'll be back at it on a Thursday. Good night, Northern Colorado.